So this thing about suffering, we are heirs of God, we inherit the universe, we inherit the kingdom of God, provided we suffer with him. If we suffer with him, what is that all about? Well, we explored it a little bit yesterday. Let's do more today, shall we? Colin Cook here, and how it happens. Thanks for joining me today. You're listening to the good news of the gospel described in the book of Romans. This book teaches faith. It trains our faith. It trains our faith in the grace of God. And the book, of course, above all, teaches the grace of God, how God, through Jesus Christ, has set us free from judgment and from condemnation and from the identity of sin and death, and has brought us into the new kingdom of Christ. And that kingdom will be ours when Jesus comes again, and eternity reigns, and Christ reigns. So we are really looking at some marvelous things here, and uh, I encourage you to join me every Monday through Friday at 10 o'clock in the evening, repeated at 4 in the morning, on KLTT AM 670 in the Denver and Colorado and surrounding states areas. And you can also hear this program any time of the day or night on soundcloud.com forward slash faithquest. That's soundcloud.com forward slash faithquest or on Podbean, which is faithquest.podbean.com. That's faithquest.podbean.com. Now, for some people who don't quite get it yet, uh, the idea of uh, God giving us all this grace and good news in the kingdom, uh, then um, uh, sticking it to us with, as long as you suffer, well, that seems to take away all the fun, all the pleasure, all the joy. What's this all about? Let's remember, first of all, that Romans 8 is about life in the kingdom of grace as freed from the power of death. We are going to rise again from the dead when Jesus Christ comes, and the power of death is going to be removed from all the earth. And in the meantime, by faith, we live in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so when Paul says, if indeed we suffer with him, this suffering that he's talking about is within the kingdom of grace. Now think of that. So much of our suffering, all our disappointments and our uh, tragedies and our griefs and our uh, the, the things that happen to us that we have nothing to do with but we, have, but we are victims of, we normally think of those as happening within the kingdom of sin and death, uh, this world being fallen and broken, it's bound to, uh, to create suffering. Yes, that's true, but for Christians who have the faith to know now, the suffering that Paul is talking about is, the, is suffering in the kingdom of the resurrected life of Christ. Now, what is that suffering then? What does it mean when Paul says, Provided, let me read it again, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him. Now, you know, as well as I do, that we can't choose to suffer or not. It's not an issue of, shall I take a ship to a wonderful Pacific island and live there forever, uh, away from all the uh, turmoil and and. Uh, 
tragedies and crises and dangers of the of the world and live in isolation away from suffering if even if we were to find such an island and to live there forever we would suffer because we would suffer the loneliness or the loss or the the uh, the longing the nostalgia uh, whatever it may be there would be suffering there too now paul is talking not then about whether to suffer or not. What he's talking about is whether to suffer in yourself or in Christ, whether to suffer in the kingdom of Adam, in which uh, exists only sin and death, or whether to suffer in the kingdom of Christ, where all the suffering is transformed into instruments of life, not death. What does that mean then practically? It means that we bring all of our sufferings, all of our sorrows and our griefs and our difficulties, our disappointments, the injustice we suffer, and we bring that to God and we allow ourselves to say, Father, I give thanks to you for choosing to allow this suffering in my life, whether it's also, by the way, the suffering of poverty and financial difficulty or the suffering of ill health and uh, the fact that we are um, uh, in more ill health than most average people say. Can we bring this to God? Can we say, Father, I thank you that your grace is revealed through this. I thank you that I learn more about you and I get closer to you through the sufferings that you have allowed me to go through and that you will and do allow me to go through. We can. And as we do that and lift our suffering up to God, you know something happens? The suffering doesn't go away, but in a certain sense it becomes sweeter. It becomes tolerable. We realize that God is with us in that suffering. And as we do, we realize that the suffering is changing in its effect. Its effect is to draw us to God. Its effect is to bring us to, into his presence and to help us to realize that Jesus is suffering with us. It is a wonderful thing. It ends that sense of isolation and abandonment that we so often feel when we are, we are going through pain. But now notice this. There's something that's really significant further. It says, And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him. Not simply that he suffers with us, but if we suffer with him. Now, how did Jesus suffer? Well, think of it. He suffered because he loved. He loved people, and in the constant presence of Jesus in the world, Jesus' constant present in the presence in the world, he was suffering because he was forgiving. He was forgiving human beings of all they did towards him and all their attitude towards him. When Jesus forgave, he suffered. Why? Because he gave up his right to justice. He gave up his right to be honored. He forgave those who did not honor him and did not give him justice, and therefore he was dishonored and suffered that dishonor. Why did he suffer that dishonor? Because he wanted to relieve others of their guilt and their shame and their sorrow. 
Now, when you and I suffer for Christ and suffer with him, we are giving up something. Many of us want to defend ourselves as Christians in this world. We've been treated badly, or we've been treated unjustly. We've been falsely accused, and we want to fight back and spit back, and we want recompense, and we people owe it to us. That's some of the thinking that goes through our head, and some people act on that for days, weeks, months, and years, always trying to be vindicated, always trying to um, get recompense for how um, they were uh, robbed of, of honor and justice and and uh, whatever it may be, wealth or um, some kind of equity in this world. But we Christians are meek. Now, meekness is not weakness. Meekness is a strength of character, a strength of heart. It comes from faith. And we choose to go the way of the cross, which is to allow people to hurt us, to harm us. I know that this is not a popular idea. It's not a popular idea with me, I can assure you with the, of that. I have suffered in some ways in, in, in life, and uh, I don't like it. But when we choose to forgive, we give up, we surrender hatred, we surrender anger, we surrender the right to justice and leave the vengeance to God in due time. And in forgiving, we allow the other person to be relieved of guilt and shame and fear so that he or she may grow beyond the injustice they inflicted upon us. Because, you see, that person cannot grow while he is fully aware of the injustice he has inflicted. He may not be mentally or cognitively aware of this, but there will be something within him that holds him back because he knows he has done wrong to you. And when you forgive, and that person receives your forgiveness, then there is that beginning, that return to growth. I believe this is what Paul is referring to, to at least some of it, when he speaks in this way. If we are children of God and heirs, um, if we are children then, heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him. And so it's not a common and popular belief these days to suffer with Christ. But that's what Paul did, and that's why the gospel became so magnificently spread throughout the world in his day, because he suffered. He allowed himself to be beaten up. He allowed himself to be abandoned and left alone. He allowed himself to be um, unjustly treated. He allowed himself to be misunderstood and falsely accused. He didn't fight back. He praised the Lord, he sang to the Lord, he lifted his heart. Now, I don't tell, say this is easy. I don't know how to do it very well, I'll tell you that. But I do know that there is, first of all, a sense of anger and resentment. There is a sense of being um, badly treated and not appreciated. And then our faith remembers Jesus suffered, and our faith understands that 
we are joining him in this injustice and suffering it. And thus we faith kicks in a little bit after realizing uh, that uh, we have been angry and resentful. And then we finally come to the place of forgiving. And when we forgive, looking to us now, not simply to the person we are forgiving that he may grow, we start to resume that growth. We move forward in a wonderfully catapulted way almost because forgiveness is refreshment to our very own souls. Well, thank you for joining me today. You are listening to How It Happens, a broadcast on the gospel. If you would like to support it, it would be so very much appreciated. The program is now, do you know, I'd, I'd forgotten, it's actually in its 25th year. This autumn is its 25th year. And the Ministry of Faith Quest Perspectives that puts this broadcast on is in its 45th year. I'm thankful to God for that. It's amazing, really. So if you'd like to help, each program costs uh, $39 per 15 minutes, which is $200 for a week's programs of uh, month through Monday through Friday. And that's about four, uh, $850 to $900 per month's broadcasts. Um, we can only keep going as you support it. This program could not continue unless listeners um, donated, either through online or by uh, mail. If you would like to make a donation then, please send it to FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160. That's FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160. Or you can make your donation online at faithquestradio.com. That's faithquestradio.com. Thanks so much, then. I'll see you next time. Cheerio and God bless.